Welcome in the most electric podcast in sports betting entertainment. My name is Tanner Kern, certified G, bona fide stud, and you can't teach that. In this right here, this is G Money Grant Mitchell. We are coming off the greatest day of all time. Well, we do it pretty consistently on this show, but we went 5-0 and on Ride the Line between my picks and Grant's picks. So make sure you're following the page and you can't teach that. Bada boom, man, the people in the room, welcome in to Ride the Line. Grant, are you riding today? I'm absolutely riding. And if you guys want to prove that you are riding with us, go ahead and drop a like on this video because we were supposed to post yesterday, but you know what? Trevor Lawrence, you can blame Trevor Lawrence for us not posting yesterday. We had to wait, see what his injury status was. Now we've got a little bit of a clear idea and we can bring you our favorite picks for Thursday Night Football. Yeah, that's why we pushed the show off. If you missed the show on Wednesday, it's on Thursday this week, just because we didn't know the status of Trevor Lawrence injury. And you can't really talk about this game if Trevor Lawrence does not play or does like you need to know if he's in the game to make a fair betting decision here. But we got a couple good betting decisions here. We're going to stay hot from our five and oh record. But before we get into that, make sure you are following, subscribing, liking, sharing, do it all, people. We're giving away free winners on here not rocket science never been rocket science just follow the page like the page yep. and tanner i keep our records let me see what we got for the season so far you're 23 and 15 i'm 21 and 13 that is a lot of money that we have been making on this show yeah so subscribe it's not rocket science we're trying and you know like we don't get nasty comments on this show much but we'll get some nasty stuff on our stuff on our page but like they just should watch ride the line because we're crushing it Come over here. That's all it is. It's simple. Like, just load the video. Now, press the subscription button. Every time a new video comes out, you'll see it right there in your inbox. And bada boom, bada bing, you got winning picks right there. It, it's meant to help them. Subscribing is not meant to help us. It's meant to help you guys get notified when there's a new video. So make sure you do it. But anyways, we have a big battle tonight between Derek Carr and the New Orleans Saints hosting potentially Trevor Lawrence, probably Trevor Lawrence. This line dropped from three to one, back up to one and a half now. Uh, and the Jacksonville Jaguars tonight should be an interesting game, Grant. I think we're both on the same side. We both have the same prop. So let's break it down. You can start. Yeah, so this line opened at about a point and a half uh, in favor of the Jags. I remember texting a couple buddies two weeks ago, and I said, did you see the opening? Why is the opening price Jags minus one and a half versus the Saints? I was fully expecting it to get up to at least a field goal in favor of Jacksonville. But then we have what happened at the end of Jacksonville's last game. Trevor Lawrence goes down with a knee injury. Now, nothing serious wasn't carted off the field, but because it's a short week, his status was in question. As Tanner alluded to, I mean, Lawrence has been saying throughout the week, he's been practicing, he expects to play, he's doing everything he can to get himself prepared to play. I ultimately think he's going to be out there. It seems like that's what most people think because this line, as Tanner said, went from Saints plus three after Lawrence was first injured they're now Saints plus one and a half, and there's probably going to be even more line movement ahead of kickoff. If Trevor Lawrence is playing, I would be taking the Jags to win this game straight up, even as underdogs. I think that it's hard to bet against them, and it's also hard to bet on this Saints team because, yes, their defense is very good. It's top 10 in points allowed. Um, I believe top 10 in yards allowed as well. But the offense, it, it just looks so anemic. They're only 24th in scoring. Um, they, they haven't played great quality teams either, and they still haven't looked impressive against them. And the Jags, 
Jaguars, you know, quiet is kept. If you take away their, their games against the Chiefs, they, they've played the Chiefs like three times in the last year, lost all of them. You take those away, they've won 12 of their last 14 games straight up. So this is a team that is very good and honestly in a different class than the Saints. So as long as Lawrence is out there, I think they win this game. I agree. It's hard to bet against the Jaguars in this spot, even though the line movement and the splits don't necessarily favor the Jaguars, which is kind of concerning. Um, they are the better team here. Lawrence, Travis Etienne, uh, they are a little beat up on the offensive line, which is something to note as well. So maybe that's a reason people are siding to, towards New Orleans. But I can't bet on the Saints with how they've played on offense this year. Derek Carr has not looked the part at all. They haven't been able to run the ball great with Alvin Kamara um, since he's been back. They haven't been able to throw the ball that well down the field. Um, we do like one receiver at night to have a big night for the Saints. But overall, I mean, this team's been pretty anemic on offense. So totally agree with you. The problem is right now is not the time to bet this line. So it's minus 104 now on FanDuel. At least it was plus one and a half. You could have got it two days ago, and it was like leaning towards Trevor Lawrence playing a couple days ago for plus three. Um, so like at this point, you might be betting to bet. We still recommend taking the Jaguars. But if you didn't get it at plus three and you didn't get it at plus 120 or plus 130, whatever it was, now you're taking minus 104. So you're kind of betting to bet, which is not the right thing to do. No, I do agree with that 100%. And it is unfortunate because this is the double-edged sword that you kind of go against when you're waiting for player injuries. If you think the guy is going to play, but you're not sure you waited out, now you lose the line value and, you know, everything you just said, Tanner. So it does make perfect sense. But, I mean, just going back to the original pick here, looking at Derek Carr, you know, saying this was the big offseason acquisition. They signed him to a $30 million a year deal. Well, in six games, he's thrown less for he's thrown for less than 200 yards three times. That that's not what you paid him for. Uh, he threw for what was it, 353 yards last week, but that was by far and away an aberration. And they still ended up losing that game. So New Orleans just not a very good team right now. Going into the year, I told you in our division preview, there's no reason the Saints can't win this, or they shouldn't win the NFC South. And to your credit, you said the Buccaneers are going to win it. And they are certainly, in my opinion, a better team than New Orleans is right now. Yeah, I think the Buccaneers will win that division. It's going to be a battle, though. I mean, neither nobody's good in that division. Um, Buccaneers got to beat the Falcons this weekend, so we'll see. But I do like Tampa. I do like where I'm at with my Tampa Bay future bet in the NFC South. I'd rather have them than the Saints just because Tampa Bay, one, already beat them on the road by 20 points. Um, and they have a better team overall, especially if they get the run game going. When I look at this... I'm looking at FanDuel right now, Grant. You have you been checking out the FanDuel Super Boost at all? You know, I'm not huge into the boosts, but I know I, I feel like Why? I feel like they're almost scripted. Like the whole, do you remember the Justin Herbert more than half a touchdown against the Chiefs? Yeah, and that, that was a, that's a rarity, though. Like that kind of shit. Like that that doesn't that doesn't happen much. Like just that was the one night he hadn't thrown a touchdown. They're not scripted. I don't think that was bad. But like FanDuel posts the boost every single primetime game. One week, like like against the Chiefs, the Chiefs, uh, whatever Broncos game, it was Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes each to throw for two hundred plus passing yards. Didn't even come close. I still play it. I play it every week. I they haven't come out with the one tonight for the Jaguar Saints game, but you know what? It's probably going to be this one. I'm guessing Derek Carr and Trevor Lawrence each to throw for two hundred yards. I'm guessing that's what it's going to be. Well, they didn't they just did that with the with the Broncos Chiefs? So you don't think they're going to switch it? Like maybe it's Kamara and. ETN run for a touchdown. No, because they had one. They had one for the Cowboys game, which was Dak to throw for 200 and Tony Pollard to throw for a, a rush for a touchdown. So close. So close. He could have broken the, the touchdown, the, the passing 
the the big pass play they had late in the game. He could have broke that. And then he had a carry on the goal line, couldn't do it. So that one didn't. I don't think they've hit a primetime boost in a while. They have been hitting the baseball boost pretty well. I haven't been playing those. So I'm waiting for tonight. I'm hoping I get a good boost. But Derek Carr, I will play Derek Carr and Trevor Lawrence to throw for 200 plus in this game. If it, yeah, if I, I would it. play that as well. I do think that's going to happen. Um, I actually did make, I just, just messing around, putting together some parlay legs. And um, for plus 220, you can get Carr. And again, you know, I'm not saying this is my favorite bet of the day, but I, I was just messing around. For plus 220, you can get Jags plus three and a half. You can get Derek Carr 200 plus passing yards, ETN 60 plus rushing yards, something like that. I don't feel it's, you know, terribly unreasonable. Yeah, I, I like that too. My thing with ETN is like, he hasn't been that dominant of a rusher. I know he's had some big rushing performances, but like he hasn't been good. Like it's been because he broke a 50 yard carry. But other than that, he was just getting stuffed at the line of scrimmage every game. No, what I do 100% agree. That's by far the riskiest leg on there. You know, again, just messing around, trying to see what you can get together. I was thinking that maybe they're trying to protect Lawrence. You know, they don't want him probably scrambling or rolling out of the pockets. Maybe ETN gets more work. That's where my mind was at. Um, but we are going to talk about our favorite player prop here, which we had we did not talk about beforehand, and then we just showed up at the show and realized we were both picking the same thing. So, uh, you know, I started with the game. Why don't you tell us about this prop? So there's a guy named Rashid Shahid. He's very good, Grant. Very good. He's one of their best. I think he's one of their best receivers. He's definitely their best deep ball receiver. He's a guy that's a field stretcher. He doesn't get a ton of targets, but when he does, he converts. Like last weekend, six six targets, two catches, 85 yards. Week before that, he had two for 28. Uh, the week before that, he had three for 33, right? Like he has some really bad games, but he's a guy that can stretch the field. He's got a 51-yard catch this season, a 45-yard catch. Um, and that's the reason to take him tonight because the one area where the Jaguars do have some weaknesses is in their secondary in the deep ball. They have been giving up some long pass plays this year, and that's where Sheed's going to come into play. So I think the Saints will attack Sheed early and get the ball to him. They will attack this Jaguar secondary deep and down the field vertically. And I think they're going to have to, too, because the, the Jaguars are going to do the same exact thing if they get the opportunity, uh, and they're going to be scoring points. So I think the Saints, this could quickly turn into a passing game for them, and that's where Sheed comes into play. Yeah, I do think that is possible. And what else is a possibility is that, you know, Lawrence is banged up, doesn't like himself. Saints realize all they got to do is run the ball. And then every once in a while, when you've got eight, nine guys in the box, all of a sudden you've got a deep shot to Shahid, who, to your point, by far and away the best deep ball threat. Uh, just going over some numbers this season, he only has 16 receptions, only gets four and a half targets per game. But he averages more than 18 and a half yards per reception. So, you know, just going by his average, two catches – He's gone for the over on his receiving total. And um, not only has he gone over in three of six games, he's gone over 50-plus, in fact, 60-plus in three of six games this season. So you're not taking a huge risk. Like, honestly, his his line, which is just about 36-and-a-half, I believe it is at right now, that's yeah. not that different from 50-plus or 60-plus because all the passes he catches are pretty much way down the field. So, yes, you're waiting for a single moment, but he's been getting at least one of those moments damn near every game. Yeah, like you could go, I'm just cooking up something right now. You could take Rashid Shahid to go two plus receptions because that's what he's going to do. They don't have an alternate receiving total on him. So like you could take him two plus receptions. You could take Derek Carr for 200 plus right there. I mean, that that's minus 172. So you add one more leg in, you're going to get plus money. I think that's relatively safe there. Um, so there's, there's some ways to cook up some same game parlays. Now, again, we don't have Trevor Lawrence odds yet. We don't have any props for him. Um, and that's impacting what we're getting for the Jaguar side too. So it's like it's a little early to talk about this, but I think the Saints could be 
Saints props are decent plays tonight. And even though we are talking about some overs on some players, I think the actual under for the whole game probably more likely to hit. I mean, first of all, the under has just been a moneymaker this season. It's hit in 60% of all games. And that number's even higher in prime times, closer to 70%, I believe. Now, maybe you want to move the line up a little. You know, if, if we're making this parlay of yours, maybe instead of the line, what's the what's the regular under at? Are you looking at it? 39 and a half. Yeah, maybe instead of that, you want to go to like 45 and take the under there. You know, that that way you can still get some good value while giving yourself a little more breathing room. I think something like that could also work out in the long run. I agree for sure. I think there's a lot of ways to there's a lot of ways to cook up some nice plays tonight. I'm looking at a lot of lot a lot of low risk stuff to that you can do tonight. A lot of low risk stuff. Uh something that is very high risk, by the way. I just want to put this out there because I'm venting a little bit. Calvin Ridley, I thought he was going to transform this offense, has not really stepped up as a number one. And as a guy who drafted him early in my fantasy team, I'm not very pleased with him. They don't give him the ball enough, though. Like, I, I kind of blame the coaching staff because whenever he – like, he's open. Like, the London game, he fully won that game for them down the stretch. The second he London has, game. He has, I think he has fewer targets than Christian Kirk and, like, the exact same as Evan Ingram. Yeah, well, Christian Kirk is the guy. Like, they get the ball to Christian Kirk all the time. I think Ridley, like, when he he's always open, though. Like, he's never not open. He's really good. Like, he's, he's always open. Like, they throw the ball to him. They rarely miss on throws to Calvin Ridley. They just don't throw the ball to him enough. So, we're going in with the expectation. Trevor Lawrence plays. Jags win this game. Favorite prop, Rashid Shahid over um, his receiving yards. And then you like, you know, uh, longest reception for him as well. And we're both kind of in agreement. Derek Carr is probably hitting the over on his yards as well. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah, I think those are some very good plays. I'm interested to see what happens. You know, it's always fun to watch primetime NFL games, no matter uh, really who's out there. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be a fun one tonight. We got Jaguars. We got Saints. Should be good, guys. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll have another episode out tomorrow looking at the weekend games. We had to push this one, obviously, because of the Trevor Lawrence injury. But we will see you back tomorrow. Grant, you sign us off today. That was right the line. Thank you to everybody out there who tuned into the video. Before you click off, make sure that you are subscribed to the channel. Like the video if you enjoyed. Comment. Let us know which side are you on, Saints, Jags. And we will see you all in just about 24 hours.